I'm rather busy. Now he's going to move like right along to McGregor. That's his whole life. You know. All right, everyone. We are now in our third show that we have covered on Tuning In. We are starting The X-Files as promised. And I'm very excited. I've never I've seen episodes here and there. I'd actually I actually have seen the pilot before, but I by and large have not seen the X Files, so this is all new to me. It's all new to you, and it's also very long. Yes, we're going to be here for twenty five seasons. That is correct. I think that this is probably the best pilot we've seen on tuning in. Let me see. Firefly was yeah, that was all right. No, you're I, I I mean, to contextualize the X-Files, I mean, one, one of the reasons why I wanted to cover the X-Files, well, there's a couple different reasons. Number one is I, I love the show. It's I like shows that are more than the sum of their parts. I may have said that before on the show. And I think that, you know, one of the reasons why I didn't really warm to Firefly, although I did like it in the end, was that I never really felt like the show was more than the sum of its parts. Hmm. And the X-Files is definitely a show that is very hit or miss sometimes and there will be some rough weeks to come but the show is always interesting i think the show is rarely boring hmm. and you know if it's not completely successful in what it tries to do i think that the overall tone and the overall uh, uh feel and the overall sort of um you know the the meaning of the show is is really profound and i think key to that is uh, the 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 chemistry between David Duchovny and Gillian yes. Anderson, which is present from the the very first scene that they have together in the pilot. Yeah, even though they are people who don't really know each other and have reason to mistrust each other a little bit, um, they do they they do get along well. One of the things that I'm interested in because this is the kind of thing we talk about. I'm interested in how the character of Dana Scully is treated as. You know, from I guess a feminist angle, given that, which I I think, um, you know, Chris Carter. There, I mean, I you know, we won't talk about the the second episode, Deep Throat, quite yet, but um, I do think it's very key that uh, uh, she is alone and is able to overpower that that, yeah. that male security guard. Yeah, so I think, and I I think that that is um, in general, she's not treated any um any differently. Her her. Her bosses at the FBI seem to think very highly of her, and any mistrust or lack of that Mulder has to her is mostly due to the situation and yeah. the fact that she is supposed to be very young. I mean, she's— Yeah, she's like 25 or well, 26. So I, yeah, Gillian Anderson was 25, and it's really strange to see her this young in this, but the character I— Figured have to be maybe a year or two older, but she's still in her late twenties at that, just because she has been through med school and then been in the FBI a couple of years. But yeah, yeah, um, I, I think that you know the other the other key, uh, uh, you know, I don't know if it's a feminist angle necessarily, well, but but I think that it, it is key to the fact that um, you know Chris Carter really wanted to uh, uh, do something very explicit with the, with the characters of Mulder and Scully, which is that you know normally. The the credulous character is 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 the female character, and, yeah. and the skeptical character is the male character, and he reversed that. Now, you know, I am not saying that Chris Carter is a a genius or or he is like a fantastic writer. I think that, yeah. um, you know, certainly in, in the pantheon of showrunners, I would not put him in the top ten or twenty. But from what I my understanding is that this show he has so many grandiose ideas and ambitions for the show, but. Is it was never able to really tie it all into something that made sense. I mean, you know, you see this very early on. I mean, this is one of the things that I want to discuss with you, especially in regards to to the pilot and and to Deep Throat, which we'll talk about, of course. Is that both of the episodes, the first two episodes of the show, are, are very UFO centric, mm-hmm. um, are are painting the show in a very different light than I think it becomes even in the next episode. Uh, you know, because of course, one of the—I th- mean, what is your conception of the X Files? What what do you well, think it is? I mean, I I know in terms of I always got the sense that it was—I don't know exactly what the proportions are, but about half dealing with UFOs and aliens and some large government conspiracy, and then about half which are monster of the week type of shows. They just go for you know whatever American urban legend or whatever would seem kind of cool and just base a mystery episode about some kind of monster is threatening people and they have to figure it out like that was is generally my understanding of it 
Yeah, I mean, I think that that's generally correct if the proportions are not exactly yeah. right. I mean, you know, it, it conceptually, I think that's a sound understanding. Now, the thing is, though, that I think that really the show, like I said before, is more than the sum of its parts. And I think that what is key to that is uh, uh, the characters of Mulder and Scully. Yeah. I mean, one of, the, one of the things about television in general, and I, I don't think this is going to be revelatory for anybody listening to this or for you, but, you know, one of the reasons why we like to watch television is we like to see characters that... that get along and like yeah. each other and are interesting to watch and there is the old you know sitcoms are i'm hanging out with my family here it's i'm hanging out with cool two cool fbi agents yeah yeah and i think that you can definitely see glimmers of what these characters become even mm. in these early episodes you know yeah i Chris- know i i know of Mul- i mean Mulder and scully were a huge thing as you know just the two of the pictures of the two actors were everywhere when the show was on. They are they, and we will definitely you know talk about how the show became such a mass hit. I mean, yeah. one of the other things which I think is weird about the X Files is that it hasn't been forgotten. Certainly, in a way that a lot of other '90s television has yeah. been forgotten. I mean, you know, they they just did you know what a, a, like 14 months ago or whatever um, in, in the beginning of, of 2016 they they did the uh, the the revival, the six episode yeah. revival, which we will talk about at some point. But you know, so, and that was a big hit. I mean, that was. Um, I think some of that got some of the best ratings that Fox has had in a number of years. There is still a cultural understanding yeah. of the X-Files as, as a show, as a force, as, as something. And it is intriguing to me how the show became so big and also really hitting upon, I think, the right cultural moment. Yeah. Because these first two episodes very explicitly are about government conspiracies in a very very naive way yeah it's it's weird the show is both naive and very it's iconoclastic in the way that i would say the show did well towards normalizing questioning the government but in a way which has been i laughed at one point in the second episode when she said i'm going to tell all the newspapers because the thought of there are any, no newspapers anymore. The thought of anyone giving a shit if a government, you know, I mean, it it gets to the point where to set to have a show which is partially based on the revelation that the government is spying on people. Well, no fucking shit. We know that, right? Yeah, but but that I mean, it's hard to put the X Files into its mm-hmm. proper historical and cultural context. I think because you know, think back to 1993. Yeah. I mean, this, this premiered in September of 1993. You know, what was going on then? Well, the, um, you know, Bill Clinton had, had only been president for, yeah. you know, a nine months. You know, I mean, I think that the Soviet Union had collapsed. Uh, everything seemed like it was going great. And you get this show that is very founded in UFO mythology. It was an interesting choice, I think, for the show to start out that way. Yeah. Because that was not really... I don't think that was Carter's intention with the show uh, was to make it about UFOs. And certainly in the next uh, episode of tuning in, we do, you will see that it's not just about UFOs, but it, it does ground it in a, in a something that was in the cultural air at yeah. that point. Cause I also think people forget exactly how big UFO stuff was. Oh yeah. Like when I was a teenager and a kid, like I loved UFO stuff. I read those books and you know, about people yeah. being abducted by yeah, aliens yeah, yeah. and, and you know, p- the pilot especially, I think is sort of the greatest hits of all that stuff. I mean, you've got missing time, you've got yeah. kidnappings, you've, I mean, it's just like you've, you've got the probe the, in the nose, like everything. Right. Yeah. You've got those weird marks on their backs. You, I mean, you, you pretty much the lights from the sky. I mean, you have all of that stuff that is, is there and you know I, I don't you know we'll see where it goes but I think in the pilot it works I don't know if it worked for you but no uh, again I knew that no I I guess I know that UFOs are one of the themes that they come back to regularly again like I believe there's a chupacabra episode but there's only one chupacabra episode kind of a thing you know the there's one-offs or aliens for the most part yeah, yeah so the Knowing that it starts on the tone of aliens and that the first two episodes have something to do with UFOs made sense to me because, again, this is where the show returns to. This is certainly one of its biggest preoccupations. Um, going a little more into the second episode, but uh, they there is a quick discussion where there's – you know I think even Scully says, well, the government does have a right to keep its secrets, but they come to the question of – but but – what what's the line that we cross at one point are we hurting too many people for technology yeah now 
I thought that was, again, one of those naive lines because I don't feel like people who are being heard and spied and all of that is for technology these days. You know, you know this is just going to be on – you know, we're going to be spying on people because Donald Trump wants to spy on people, not because we're going to get any gain from that. And so I guess UFOs at this point in time are standing for the ultimate secret, whatever – you know, government yeah. is controlling yeah. for something now. The show is going to say UFOs for that, but they're kind of a MacGuffin in a way. If you want to take this into a real world context, with the gov- with the fact that our government actually does spy on people, that effect that our government does, you know, d- 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 do shady shit. You yeah, know? I mean, I, I I think that I mean, you know, I don't want to go down a road of talking too much about the revival, but. You know, it was it was certainly very hit or miss. And I think one of the reasons why the revival didn't work is that that sort of conspiracy theory stuff that that worked in 1993 has a very, very different meaning in 2016. And And I'm even spitballing. I mean, I'm thinking about shit like uh, in one of those, you know, leaked Hillary emails, where isn't uh, they thought that that one pizza shop was a pedophile ring and some guy shot. Like, the, this is what conspiracies are doing. Conspiracies aren't just a fun way of debunking the government or just a like. It's it's a very different cultural context that the it, view of a conspiracy is. It's a very different cultural context, and also I think it's, it was a very different time in, in the world because, you know. The X-Files, I think, more than anything else, at least in its initial conception in the first couple of seasons, uh, was was really a show that was casting around for for enemies. And, mm. you know, the Soviet Union had collapsed, so so communism yeah. was defeated. Everyone seemed to think that, that everything was great and that America was going to uh, be ascendant. And, you know, pre-9-11, uh, so it was a really brief time. Yeah. You know, it was only eight years. But... And let's not forget also that the first World Trade Center bombing happened in 1993. I was about to so, say, wasn't you know, that that same year? Yeah, so there were warning signs. But this is a, this is the kind of show that couldn't be made anymore. You you, yeah. you couldn't make the government the enemy. And and this is in a very different, uh, um, I think, cultural context than a lot of the television shows even that were being made in, in, in the 90s. You know, I think that you forget about things like Watergate. You forget about the fact that people had lost faith in the federal mm. government, had lost faith in their government. And, you know, certainly television has a lag time, right? I mean, you're not yeah. going to be getting a television show in 1982 that is going to be a mass hit that is saying the government is the enemy. Yeah. Uh, but you can do that in 1993. So in other words, four years after, five years from now, we'll be able to make these kind of shows again. But Yeah, I think so. And... What, what's interesting to me about the pilot specifically is that it, it doesn't really have anything to do about the government. I mean, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about well, Deep Throat in a minute, but I think that the the show starts out with the central mystery of, okay, who, who are these characters? Um, what is the FBI doing, right? Because you've got yeah. these shadowy guys that are standing in an office uh, not saying anything while while Scully is essentially being told to spy on a fellow well, yeah, FBI officer. It, it's ambiguous what she—I mean, the, none of them say offhand, I need you to spy on this guy. They all say we're working with— And when she, sure. when she asks for clarification, they just say, well, I think you're going to do the right thing. Obviously, they want to do an internal re- affairs review on Mulder, and they don't have enough uh, <laughs> documentation to— pro- Well— Well, Well, you know, I mean, it it seems like either Mulder on the surface there, I think, suggesting to Scully that Mulder is wasting all their time and resourcing chasing after these, you know, crank files and, you know, go do the review. Let us know that there's nothing there. So that way we can, you know, quietly reassign him. Um, Obviously, Mulder is coming close to the truth, uh, you know, so their their partner and that they've picked. He comes close to the truth for nine years. So, uh, yeah, yeah, of course. I, I well, I'm, I'm going I'm going on and on to the suggestion of why don't they just shoot him? I'm going to be saying that a lot, right? Yeah, you will be saying that a lot, I, especially in the second episode. I think that, yeah, you're right that, that the government is not completely absent from the no. pilot. I mean, certainly the disappearance of these uh, teenagers or these young adults in, in yeah. Oregon. Hey, it's Oregon. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Um, we both live in Oregon. That's why it's funny. Uh, doesn't really have anything to do with, with the government. Now, yeah. there is a conspiracy here. There is some sort of – it seems like there is some sort of cover-up. The government is interested in this because they are interested in – at least the pilot seems to be making the argument that 
the the government or somebody in the government, if, if it's not quote mm. unquote the government, um, is interested in hiding the fact that these children were abducted by yeah. aliens. Um, the show, the pilot does leave it ambiguous as to whether or not these are aliens. You know, we we don't know. Yeah. And but then spoiler again, alert, it's probably aliens, right? Spoiler alert, it's probably aliens. But then again, at the end of the pilot, you do get that that character who does not talk. Um, and I'm being kind of oblique about who that is, but the cigarette smoking man is yeah. that what they name for him? I know that name again. The X Files permeated everything in the '90s, so so you know about the existence of that character. Yeah, but he is taking the evidence that Scully had, the only yeah. surviving evidence that they had, um, because of the fire and all that kind yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. That um, and is hiding it in the Pentagon, and what? it's like, what does that mean? And w- along with other very similar samples, so this isn't the. Uh, either this isn't the only incident like this, or they've recovered the probes from the other teenagers, I think was the implication right. there. I mean, I love that the last shot of the episode, you know you were supposed to go, oh, this is happening in the Pentagon. This goes all the way to the top. Again, another well, moment I laughed where it was naive, but... and Yeah, but I think that, I mean, there's so much to talk about with this first episode. I mean, I think that, you know... The X-Files really did to a large degree. I mean, people talk about where serialization came from. Yeah. And, and, and how did this become the dominant form of storytelling on television? And Well, you know, at least quality television. Or yeah, 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 yeah. It's not maybe the dominant form. I mean, there's still reality television and stuff like that. But Although reality television is serialized. Yeah, it is. That's true. But life is serialized, so I suppose that's more why. Yeah. <laughs> but... I think you're right, though. I think, you know, serialization is definitely the the sort of, um, you know, storytelling du jour of, of our age. Yeah. And I think to a large degree it was the X-Files. That I, was the first show I heard the phrase myth arc applied to, and I think it was that Chris Carter coined it for that. Well, right? I think, it, yeah, I mean, it, it was – they sort of break down between standalones and mythology episodes. And it's interesting to me that even the terminology wasn't um, – the same because they had to come up with the terminology yeah. to describe how the show was telling its story. It, it, it's overarching plot. Yeah. And they came up with this concept of mythology, which no one calls it that it's just the plot of the show or yeah. it's serialized. And I think that that's, you know, the, the, the end of the pilot especially is a clear indication that this is going to be a very different show yeah. than what we have gotten before. Certainly, this wasn't the first show to tell an overarching story, but in in the way that it's structuring its its overarching plot, I think that you see a lot more of later shows than you do earlier shows. Well, I guess they had – I don't know how deep Chris Carter's answer to who is this guy and why is he putting this stuff in this room in the Pentagon. You, you, will, you will find out very quickly that, that the answer is he had no idea. Yeah, but that said, the fact – you know – I, I mean, this episode, this show, is the second episode, I think a little more so in tone, but this is very post Twin Peaks. Oh, yeah. Like, especially the way it's trying to be shot and things like that. Maybe they're not, the cinematographies aren't, cinematographers aren't quite as good as those working on Twin Peaks, for example. I but, think the X Files is beautifully but shot. But I was going to say, it's definitely, because that was, I think, a little more art film. This was a little more mainstream. But no, you're right. It is very beautifully what? shot, very moody. The music, the way they're doing, is. Very ambient. Oh, and- yeah. Mark Snow's music is is fantastic. And, I mean, there's a reason why the theme song especially is yeah. is, is so classic. But, yeah, I, I mean, I, I you know, I don't want to criticize the show for not looking as good as... No, no, no. I, no because- I, and I, I, I'm saying there's mitigating and there's reasons. But I also think that the Twin Peaks and the X-Files are trying to do different yeah. things. Oh, and yeah. I think that certainly, especially, I think you'll see in the first episode... Um, or sorry, in the first season, that that the X Files was really going for a more um, almost sort of a a seventies look. I mean, it's, yeah. it's it's very reminiscent a lot of times of you know sort of those classic government conspiracy movies of yeah. the 70s like all the president's men and stuff like that or, and and a little police procedurals too sure yeah i and, mean i love the you know 9 p.m you know such and such woods like and, well it, and, it grounds i think those those are very important though, yes. because it grounds it in a place and a time well yeah the, especially since we're dealing with uh, uh you know things that are so outside the the realm of the natural world. We'll give the very first beginning of the first episode is this is based on actual documented events. Like 
this it, Which, it, it, it we know is bullshit. You know, we know it's it, just as similar as people have claimed to have seen UFOs, and we read a few books before. It it's it's accurate in as much as the pilot is a grab bag of greatest hit yeah. stuff of docu- documented <laughs> UFO sightings. But but know, either way, it's not like this is actually yes. based on events in Oregon about kids being kidnapped. That's mm. not that even if that's the implication, that's not. No, yeah. we know that's bullshit. But all of that. Again, it, it gives – it isn't shot like a documentary, but it gives slight documentary feel to it, like this is all really happening. We had to change some names. You know, It's not quite like this. There isn't maybe – maybe Mulder and Scully are composites, but right now there are FBI people investigating these things because this happens. And yeah. uh, again, either way, there is a – there is a th- this is much more grounded in realism than Trin- Twin Peaks was. Um, which I, which works better for it. I mean, I think there is a reason that the X Files made it nine, ten seasons, and Twin Peaks made it only two ish. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that um, key to that as well is is the the choice to film it in the Pacific yes. Northwest. I, I think that you know originally they wanted to film this in L.A. and the only reason why they filmed the pilot in in Vancouver is because they could not find. A location around LA that would look like a Pacific Northwest forest, which that's not that surprising. Yes. And, you know, it turned out to be a really good decision because, you know, I don't want to go down a road too much of of talking about, um, you know, what's going to happen in a few seasons, but, you know, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a big mystery to you or, or this is not going to be shocking that the show did eventually move to LA. And I really do think that you can draw a really clear dividing line between Pacific Northwest, Vancouver X-Files, and LA X-Files. Yeah. And I also think it's really, um, it, it's it's interesting that the revival chose to go back to Vancouver as okay. opposed to being in LA. This really did define the look of the show. Um, those, the trees, the light of, mm. of the Pacific Northwest, you know, the cloudiness, the gloominess of it. Um, you know, speaking as someone who has lived in the Pacific Northwest now for almost two years, you know, there is a different quality yeah. of, of light to, um, to, 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 to LA certainly. And, you know, it works with the themes of the show. And I think it's, it's one of those happy accidents. And I think that's yeah. really what it comes down to is that a lot of why the X-Files works so well is just a, it's just a series of happy accidents. No, I, I do get the sense that if this had been made a couple of years ago or earlier or a couple of years later or there had been a different actor or, again, they'd filmed in a different – yeah, it does seem like this this was just going to be a couple season show except it just hit the right and everybody watched it. Yeah, yeah, okay. pretty much. And I think that – well, let's talk about Mulder and Scully then because I think especially in in the pilot – you know, it, the show does a really good job of establishing who these people are very mm. quickly. You know, one of the things that I always forget about the X-Files is actually how funny it is. I mean, it's not a comedy, no. even though it does do comedy episodes later. But uh, Mulder has a lot of one-liners. He's he's very sarcastic. He doesn't really take things that seriously. It's quippy. And they are t- the two of them are taken from a 1930s, you know, comedy. Oh, movie. yeah. Like, they, there is a very... They they were deliberately writing banter for them, and I, I I especially as the two of them work together more, I assume we're just going to see more of that. Yeah, no, absolutely, and I think that I don't know. I mean, do you do you have a good sense from you know the pilot and and in the next episode that you know who these people are yet? Um, from what we, I mean, as far as we need to know, again, Scully is the person who she is never failed at anything she ever did. You know, she's done in her life. She is a medical examiner working for the FBI because going into private practice, she would be bored and she, you know, could do more challenging stuff here. And, you know, she's in mm-hmm. Washington mm-hmm. and it's very clear that if she does this assignment well, she can write her own ticket wherever she wants to. I That's the sense I get of who Scully is at the beginning of the season. Mulder, meanwhile, has... And Mulder probably started in a lot of ways that way. Again, he was recruited. He was. I think it's clear that he he did, and then he made a hard left turn into the yeah. X Files. Well, yeah, yeah. He he was originally going to be one thing, and then he's. I I mean I I don't think I don't think it's incidental that he's in the basement. Yeah, no, he's and I, I that one line like I've made some influential friends in Congress. I laughed a little bit, but at the same time, like Mulder can't be fired, but he's. He, uh, 
again, part of the implication as to why Skelly is in the picture is because they need to get more documentation in order to fire him just to get him out of their hair. Right. And I think, you know, it's interesting, though, because even in the uh, even in the first episode, I think that there are glimmers of of where Scully is going to go in yeah. later seasons, because I think one of the key lines to me in the pilot is when she is is being debriefed by yeah. um, the the chief or whoever it is, and the, the the creepy guy is standing around not saying anything, you know, and and they're really dismissive of the entire experience in her report, and and you know she she says, I mean, she says, um, you know, well, there were of course crimes committed, and I yeah. think for her that is the key here is that you know, yes. Mulder may be, and we'll talk about the story about his sister being abducted as well, because yeah. that becomes very key to the show. But um, I, I think for Scully, she is looking at this as, okay, I don't know this guy Mulder very well. We just did one case yeah. together, but I can tell that he's very serious. I can tell yeah. that he's a good investigator. Um he is not just flying off because someone sent in a report to the FBI that they saw a yeah. UFO. You know, this is a real case. Um, children were abducted and you're dismissing it because yeah. it's part of the X-Files. And and I think that she is already starting to struggle with that. Well, there's the one really great scene when they're in the cemetery and piecing it together. And they're like, okay, well, you know, obviously the kid who was in a coma, he woke up, he killed these people, you know, it was an alien and they, they, the two of them, and again, I'm going to see where the two of them will get into finishing each other's sentences mode, but they're already working together really well, and then they've solved it, and then she starts, like, laughing because she has followed him on this logic train. She, all of the evidence, you know, the simplest solution is that, yes, it was aliens, and, and she knows, yes, this all makes sense. If we were, if, if I have to prove something, aliens is what I can prove. At the same time, she knows they're never going to accept this. This is ridiculous. And two days ago, I would have laughed at this. And, right, right. You know, they there is a, it is very it would be very easy for Skelly to do the job they want her to do, which is just write up a report which says that you know. At, but Mulder kept derailing the ev- investigation to look yeah. for alien stuff, and he's convinced it's aliens. I believe there is a you know different. You know, just write up a couple, shadow him on a couple cases, talk about what a crank he is, and then he's fired and she's got a promotion. Right. Like, but she is, in a way, she is the lawful good alignment in that she... Well, she will take... She's so much yeah. of a scientist and she has so much yeah. integrity. I think it's clear in this in the, in the pilot even that, you know, she's not careerist. Yes. She's not interested in power or money or anything. She's yeah. interested in telling the truth and finding out what's going on and she, I think that's where she's really coming from. Yeah, she didn't want to go into the FBI because she could globe trot around and have, you know, a very have power and all of that. She just Yes, thought, because it's very glamorous to fly to like, you know, no, I know, it's, rural <laughs> Oregon. <laughs> but, you know, th- that said, put in her time and she'll be behind a desk and sure, sure. you know, th- that in behind a desk in the FBI in Washington, that maybe has a little glamour to it. Maybe. Well, Depends Maybe I don't it. know. Uh, 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 I don't know. In this show, well, I mean, in, in, the, in this show at least, people in the high echelons of the FBI have power. We can assume. Yes, I, I well, I think that the other. I mean, one of the things that I think you know that makes me think of though is that, um, one of the weird things about the X Files is that there's a very easy way uh, 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 for the powers that be t- to get Mulder or to get rid of Scully. Like they could just send them to the field office in Phoenix. I mean, it's yeah. not like. It's not like they need to be assigned to the FBI headquarters in Washington, D.C. Now, of course, the show does have to justify for some reason why they haven't just sent Mulder to to Rochester, New York. Um, And the reason they come up with is that he has made uh, influential friends in Congress. Okay, I don't know that that's Uh the choice I would make, but it's fine. Um, And the show, I think that that also does speak to the show's uh, fundamental... I think it's weird because the show does seem to say that the government has um, failed its citizens to some degree. Mm. But at the same time, it does have this weird, naive optimism in the government because it's our government and all this kind of stuff, right? It fe- and it, I think it, that's it, where it, that comes from. It believes that the that a government is necessary, that the government is able to take certain steps, but at the end of the day, the government is there to serve the people best, and that this government has failed in that mission by doing – which is not to say that – now, 
some shows would look at the way that the government is, whether it's our government in 2017 or whether it's, you know, the FBI covering stuff up in 1993. Some people look at that and say, well, this is the inevitable result of this. The whole damn system's rotten mm-hmm. and, you know, it can, it is inevitably going to corrupt itself in this way. Yeah. The X-Files looks as, looks at these institutions and says, well, they may be corrupted. There, there are signs of sickness, but we don't kill the patient to cure the disease. We have to find out where that is. And if that is finding off enough evidence to of UFOs and, you know, weird supernatural shit that the government is covering up. And if Revealing that to the citizenry is what we need to do. Then, therefore, the X-Files is the moral thing to do with the government. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's probably a good um, a good place to leave the pilot and move on to, to Deep Throat, which does more deal with that government stuff. But before we do that, um, I think the final thing I want to say about, about the, the pilot is that the the mystery is not resolved. And I think that's key to the show yeah. because— um, one of the things that Fox had an objection to was that um, they were concerned about the the show not really getting any closure. And you can see that kind of tension in, in the pilot and in Deep Throat because Deep Throat does end with yeah. Scully giving her report and a voiceover, which does actually become sort of a thing that the show okay. does. And it actually works pretty well. I think it's something that... Um, you know, is is a little bit is, is a little bit unnoticed sometimes about the show. Exactly how that that works. No, and, it ends with that, kind of captain's log in a way. Yeah, kind of. But um, you know, with the pilot, you know, I, I don't know that the mystery itself is that interesting. I think certainly the, the yeah the choice of Oregon, the show, and the first mystery, and these kids and everything, and you've got the you know meddling sheriff and stuff. You know, it's all well, it's it's all very sort of uh, uh, Mayberry or Scooby Doo, but. Um, well, there was something it's in, taken uh, so seriously that that you can't help but yeah. take it seriously. I guess in some ways I was looking for I know the show isn't a metaphor show in the way that Buffy is, for example. Um, yeah, the, the, it's not like they're representing the problems in life. And yet I did get a lot of very particular resonances from again. Scully is not much older than these characters who are going missing if they're well they said that they were the class of 89 this was supposed to take place in 19 so they're like 22 23 and she's like 26 27 she is somebody who we don't know what her background is but these are four people who are living in a town and all the people from your high school are just dying or going nowhere and she's somebody who is has managed to get into a career where she's going to excel again what what her experience is working on the x-files will be time will tell but as of right now, she's going to write her ticket. You know, she just needs to put in another couple of years. And I don't know. In in her scenes when she's investigating or talking, that was very obvious to me in there. Yeah. And yeah. there is – Well, there is a something that is in a way killing our kids. Now in this show, it happens to be UFOs in – 2016, I think we would call it capitalism. <laughs> well, certainly some people would. Yeah, and I, I, I think that that you know maybe the key scene for that, um, you know, and then we'll talk about it briefly and then move on to, to yeah. deep throat. But I think that the key scene for me is is when they exhume the body and and it turns out to be something that's yeah. not human. And you know, Mulder has this gleeful excitement about the fact that he's finally found yeah. an alien body and Scully is like, dude, this is obviously like a chimpanzee yeah. or something. And so that to me is like the clearest indication of, of, of these two characters and how they approach yeah. um, the evidence that they're finding. Yeah. Well, it, I, and again, Deep Throat will go into this a little bit, but the term UFO, unidentified flying object, doesn't necessarily mean aliens. And I there, yeah, there is a cultural meaning that is attached yes. to that, which if you take it literally, is not exactly true. Yeah, it's you know for Scully, for for Mulder saying UFO automatically means aliens. For Scully, it just means we haven't had the right person look at it and say, oh well, that's a bird. Right. <laughs> right. Okay, let's move on to Deep Throat. This is another dated thing because obviously now in 2016 we 2017 we know who deep throat was we know all of that as far as watergate goes but again that's another it's kind of charming part of this reminds me of you played deus ex recently like the original and i said how was it you're like it's a just a grab bag of every bizarre 90s conspiracy cheese and like there is a it's kind of funny in that way like oh Deep throat. 
Oh, he's the same guy who did Watergate. Oh, that's how deep, how deep does this go all the way to the top like that again? You know, that's funny, actually. I never thought that this was supposed to be the deep throat. I mean, it doesn't matter I mean, if it's an actual person or like a James Bond where it's a role in the government or whatever, but... <laughs> yeah, it's like there's a lot of deep... It's like Doctor Who. Yeah. passes along from... The me. fifth deep throat was the best deep throat. Well, yeah, I mean, I think it's a... You know... One of the things that I think is we have to talk about is the fact that no one would know what these episodes were called. Because well, yeah, they never say Deep Throat in the episode. No, and they, I only know that from – because I looked and I'm like, why the hell did they call it Deep Throat? Right, oh. right. And no one would know what this episode was called. So like the, the I think the name is more indicative of the ways in which the, the creative staff was thinking about hmm. the show. Well, do they end up referring to the character as Deep Throat or does he just appear, say his couple things, and that's just – how the fans refer to him. You're testing my knowledge now. Well, I, we'll I, find out, obviously. But. Yeah, I don't know if they do or not. I don't. Okay. I, I think they don't, but I'm not sure. I would not say that with 100% accuracy. Okay. So we'll we'll see where that goes. But yeah, I mean, I think that um, this this definitely is the more governmenty of the two episodes that yeah. we watched. I mean, I think that this is much more. If you know, if the pilot is about introducing this idea that that ufos may or may not be real and there's some sort of government conspiracy to hide it yeah uh this episode goes in exactly the opposite direction which is that yes there are ufos and the government is actively working on the technology and also yes aliens are real because this guy that no one really knows who he is at the end of the episode says that aliens are real yeah uh like what (laughs) (laughs) this is one of those it's not quite a two-part pilot, but it does remind me of the, you know, Joss Whedon says the first five episodes are your pilot a lot of times. Um, so Yeah, I think that's actually really true because I think that, um, you know, this is kind of a two-part pilot in yeah. a way. You know, it, it, it definitely doesn't exactly pick up from the events of the pilot. The pilot was also filmed quite a bit earlier than this episode. But again, these are two variations on the theme of aliens and the government knows about it. I mean, what I'm getting and, from this is that... I mean, the government is very much not a monolithic entity in sure, this. I mean, sure. you almost get the sense there's a couple of people who are pulling the strings. And yeah. whether the guy with the cigarette and deep throat are those or they're working for those or they even know who they were. You know, like it, that doesn't matter. But you you do get the sense that the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing. And- yeah. And I, I mean, I think that I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to decide whether or not I want to sort of caution you against getting too wrapped up in yeah. the the overarching plot of the X-Files because I'll be frank, it's not super satisfying and it really starts to go off the rails after a few seasons. Doesn't yeah. really make a lot of sense a lot of the time. Um, and I so, think that- so I should just accept the government knows about aliens and aliens are bad and then whatever they're showing me from week to week. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I I would not say that this is a, you know, uh, Babylon 5 style show where everything was planned out, even though everything of Babylon 5 was not planned out. But anyway, I don't, we don't need to go down a road of complaining about Babylon 5. We've done that too much already. Uh, I think that it's going to be great when we finally do it. We are never doing that. Um, The people want to see it. (laughs) But what I, what I want to say though is that. You're right that you know the first few episodes are really uh, uh, the pilot and really do set the tone for what the show is going yeah. to become. And you know we haven't seen you know we I've seen the third episode. You have not seen it. I don't think the third episode has nothing to do with aliens. Has nothing yeah. to do with the UFO conspiracy. It's one of the one-off monster of the week shows. And that is also. I mean, we'll talk about it next week and how important that was to establish the show as yeah. something different because. You know, if this had become the UFO show, I don't think it would have been nearly as big a hit. No, my understanding is that when you look at these five episodes, it may be two UFO and three not or something like that. I'd assume that that would be the ratio. And that's again, that that does say this is about aliens and that's the general tone and conspiracy theories are where we're normally going to where we want your headspace to be. But it's not always going to be, you know. It's not always going to be aliens. It's not always going to be the UFO stuff. And Mulder also, and Scully are going to investigate whatever the hell we want them to investigate this week. Yeah, and I, it also I think you know Deep Throat is, is is interesting to me because it it does it starts out with the idea that um, again Mulder is not just looking for things to investigate. He's not just 
uh, 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 making this stuff up or, or going yeah. off of sort of like cranks that are writing letters to the FBI about how fluoride is controlling their children's minds, right? Like, uh-huh. I think that it it definitely is um, the type of show that is going to ground it in, in, in a reality of investigation. And you see that in the very early part of this episode yeah. because, of course, it starts out with... Um, you know, this this military SWAT team who are going into this guy's house and we don't know what's going on. And then boop, there, go, there goes the, the famous opening credits, right? Yeah. And the, I mean, like, the, the the makeup and the effects are very... They're subtle but effective, I think, in this. This is not a show that had a gigantic effects budget, but, like, the makeup of the burns or whatever his skin... That was terrifying. Yeah, I mean, they, they do a really good job with it. And I think, you know, um, it's, it's in HD uh, on, on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And... It, it holds up really yeah. well. I mean, they did a really good job with it. Now, and I mean, or even stuff in the pilot where they do suggest UFOs with lights and shaking. Right. Like, uh, again, it, you know, simple, but that opening scene when the alien attacks the, the woman, the woman is scary. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, where it goes after the opening credits end, of course, is Mulder and Scully in a bar. And you're like, wait, what? What's going on yeah. here? You know, and so of course, yes, it's established that this kind of sets the tone for for what the show becomes, which is it opens up with, you know, the events that are going to yeah. you know precede the investigation part of the episode. And, you know, what let's not forget the X Files is to some degree a procedural yeah. and it's grounded in a procedural kind of thing. And so it 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 makes it um I think that this episode goes a long way towards towards showing that Yes, there is going to be some sort of uh, uh, structure to the show, which is going to be the investigation, and it is really going to work really well because they are dealing with things that are so un- otherworldly, right? Yeah, yeah, they're going. It's about figuring. Investigation works since the show thematically is about bringing the sins of the government to light in a way. So. Yeah, they are going to be, and, and as you said, it is grounded. These are actual crimes. In the case of uh, Budahas, this is an actual man who was put through some kind of trauma, who disappeared, and who left his wife and kids. I mean, and again, you want to talk about what is the show really about? I mean, this I got a lot of resonances of, you know, PTSD to Vic victims that the government isn't quite yeah. you know, ex-soldiers that the government has just left you know to the side of the road homeless I mean that's what this episode is about right to some degree yeah, yeah. certainly and I think that that um, I, I mean, mean that that more than we're hiding UFOs is the real sin of the government in this episode that they're revealing and I wonder if that's going to be a, a kind of a theme again it's using these is using society hiding aliens to represent hiding Deeper things, real things. Yeah, I mean, I think that. Um, well, we didn't talk about uh, Mulder's story in the pilot about yeah. his sister getting abducted, and it's probably a good opportunity for us to talk about that because it is important to the show. And I, I think that you know, it's obviously a way to ground Mulder's uh, a quest yeah. to, to prove the existence of extraterrestrials on Earth into some sort of of, of, of personal story about his quest yeah yeah it's his personal quest because his sister was he, he, belie- he believes his sister was abducted by aliens when he was 12 and that's all you really know about it for a long time like we know his sister name is samantha yeah. and he tells a story about this to scully which i also think is 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 very key to their developing relationship because i think it does show that Mulder implicitly trusts yeah. scully and trusts her quickly again he's right. coming from initially knowing that she was sent by superiors to spy on him but at that point he recognizes that she's gonna put what actually happened actually honestly scully goes from a danger to actually Mulder's greatest asset because yeah she is not the kind of person who's going to have wild imagination or is going to come to bizarre conclusions like if she agrees with Mulder, then there probably is something up i have a spoiler for you the truth is out there Scully is his sister. No, that's not true. Um, but I, w- w- I bring that up because I think it it it, it fits into the conception of of this episode, Deep Throat, because Mulder, I think, is really confused by why the government is doing this, and I think that that everyone involved is really confused by why the government is yeah. doing this. I mean, obviously, you could make a facile, you know, argument. Well, the government is 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 using this alien technology and building these, uh, 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 you know these planes based on alien technology for some sort of harm arms race thing and blah, blah, yeah. blah. Now, of course the open, the, the, the kind of open question about that is, well, 
there there is no more Soviet Union. Yeah. There is no more arms race. So why are they still doing this? It's kind of like this inertia kind of thing. And so you get you kind of see what the personal cost is of that in this episode, which I think is an interesting way to ground yeah. it because we've got not one but two you know test pilots that we see in in Deep Throat that have been profoundly mentally changed yeah. by this experience and you know also the fact that the government is is you know the military really is doing unsanctioned medical uh, uh procedures on yeah. it's it's its own staff and and so and really the open question at the end of it is like and i think that's why Mulder makes the decision to go off and you know try and yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and you know break into the base is like what is so important that they would be yeah. doing all of these terrible things? And the episode doesn't really come to any conclusions about that. No, but uh, again, I think the fact that there was relative peace as far as America and the rest of the world at that time, and yet we've all still got nukes, right? Yeah. You know, that that is kind of one of the questions. And, you know, obviously, spoiler alert, Donald Trump is going to get elected and talk about how he wants to use all the nukes that we have. You know, I mean, that that's... I, I, it's, I think this is a very interesting time for us to start talking about this again, given the differences in the political climate, but given maybe what the X-5... I don't know if... I'm looking at our president seeing if this was the future that the X-Files were warning us against. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know that, um, at least in these two episodes, I don't know that you can really say yeah. that the show has a coherent worldview. And that's fair. And I think it's trying to tell interesting stories. I think it's trying yeah. to be scary and dramatic and, and, and you know, personally um, moving and all of those things. But, uh, you know, I, and I, I don't know that I would argue that The X-Files ever really does have a coherent worldview. I mean, we'll certainly get into that as, the, as we go along with yeah. the show. but. You know, at least in this episode, you know, again, what I come back to is um, I think Mulder and Scully both kind of feel like, why is the government doing yeah. this? Like, you know, Mulder believes that the government is 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 doing very specific things. He's got this idea that they're UFO technology, that they're using to create yeah. these planes, blah, blah, blah. Scully doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. And, and again, she's the skeptic, right? And she so knows this is going that, yeah. to be the classic dynamic of them. And she, she knows that there's planes that she can't that she's seen that she can't quite explain the movement of, although she admits that she's not a Well, she's seen something. Yeah. She doesn't yeah, I don't even she, I don't even know that she would would say that they're planes. Well, uh, uh, yeah, and she's not a pilot or doesn't really do anything with aircraft. She's again, she keeps to UFO because she's not the one who's going to be able to give anything meaningful of this. You know, even when she's in her field of expertise, which is, you know, with a corpse, she's only able to talk about what she sees. What she sees is a bunch of planes that don't move like object, a bunch of objects that don't move like how she knows planes can move. Yeah. That's all she's willing to say about it. But she is. It is clear that something happened to these guys, and something is up. What it is, she can't say. But she does agree that there is a there. There, yeah. Mulder is not just making up things out of nothing. Yeah, whether yeah. it has an earthly explanation or not, to Scully is irrelevant. Well, I think there's there's two things here. Number one is that Scully is convinced that there there is something here. Mm -hmm. uh, primarily, I think um, because well, someone is destroying their evidence and yeah you, you you don't do that unless there's a reason to i mean if if skull if, if Mulder was a crank who was chasing dragons that don't yeah. exist the 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 military security at ellen's air force base would not be burning their motel down um so that's number one i also think that that the other part of that is that scully very quickly realizes that Mulder is very credulous and and kind of needs her to be the break on his you know his credulousness frankly yeah i think that you know key to that to me is 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 the scene where they run into um uh what is that actor's name <laughs> seth green who was seth. probably playing who i think seth green was at that age yeah like seth green and his 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 uh 80s girlfriend um <laughs> with her rocker hair that that you know they're they're spinning this story about you know oh they go here and they watch the light show and and all this kind of stuff and he shows a picture that he bought at the at the flying saucer diner of of the the UFO that the woman that works there took a picture of from the yeah, back yeah. porch while she was taking the trash out and it's like you know okay and he says well did did it look like this and he says no it looked exactly like that 
And for Scully, you know, she's yeah. like, dude, he would have said anything. Do you know how high he was? Yeah. And of course, again, you get the classic, you know, if you were that high, what Scully? Like, you know, it's just stuff like that that I love. But um, it is that kind of thing where Scully is putting the brakes on this to yeah. some degree and she is challenging Mulder. Well, because she uh, again and, and she making, is the, making his argument stronger, I think. Well, that that that's true. Mulder would go right and said, "Well, this kid, you know, because that's exactly what their superiors would say. Well, this is bullshit because that she's able to she's still she's not far gone enough that she knows what the right what the adults are going to say about this. I mean, there's I'm thinking back to a line from the pilot where he says to her like, "I'm not crazy. I have the same depth as you." Like I think he's making it clear and she's recognizing that, yes, Mulder has these obsessions with UFOs and weird shit, but he is a person beyond that and he is not just going to – like there is a logic behind to Mulder. Again, that scene from the pilot when she's able to piece it together. In this one, she, you know, every I get the sense that there are going to be a lot of moments at first where they piece it together and it's going to sound ridiculous, but it makes airtight logical sense. Mm-hmm. You know, he does have he didn't just pull this out of the air. And, and yeah, I think that's true, but but also, you know, the the character of Deep Throat. I mean, let's let's deal with this character. Oh yeah. Because, you know, it starts out with him in the bar and and he warns Mulder off from from investigating this case, which seems like it was probably the right thing to do. I, you know, certainly I think that at least in this episode... It was you know, the right thing to do if you want Mulder to immediately jet out to the airbase. Well, yeah. But I, I, I think that... Uh, this is my opinion. I don't know what you think about the character, but I think he is being upfront. I, I don't know that he yeah. necessarily um, has Mulder's... Hundred percent best intentions in mind, well, but I, I think, think, but I think that he is a character that, you know, at least from the the early, the the the, um, the end of the episode, uh, is kind of indicated that he works in the government in some capacity, yeah. and that he does he does flat out say that their aliens exist. I mean, you know, he's a little oblique about it, but yeah. he says, "Look, they've been here for a really long time." So, I th- I mean, I think it's partially that he does want. Uh, uh, again, it's not so much that nobody believes aliens, but they're looking for proof of it, right? They're looking for some yeah. demonstrable airtight proof. And I think part of Deep Throat's motivation in warning them off is this is going to be a wild goose chase. You're not going to find any evidence. You're probably going to get shot. And right. This is just – you're the only person who's actively looking to release this at this point. If, if Mulder were to die at this early in the game, you know, Scully would – be very upset about it but she'd be quickly resigned and would not have you know this would not be her major thing i think getting killed this early in the game is not going to help the cause no it's not and i think that um you know what what's clear to me is that i i think that deep throat is warning Mulder off because you know this is a really high visibility target Mm -hmm. and and it's not an easy target you're talking about going after a a, a secret military base that that isn't on any of the government maps i mean you know like Mulder doesn't seem to really have much of a conception of his own mortality at least in this episode and well there there, you know scully has that one line where she said the government is not above the law and you get a sense that because Mulder and scully will mostly play fair and they're because they're probably good people they don't believe that you know that's this is one of those good not comprehending evil kind of a things like the two of, I, and maybe after this experience they're going to be a little wiser about it but i think they still believe that if they they're starting as early as the first episode with the sheriff they're realizing they're of the mindset that they can flash their badge and they can you know yeah. because people will follow the fbi they're the cops and they're realizing this isn't always the case like there are going to be people who won't respect our authority in a way and the government is going to be some of those people yeah yeah well and i also think i mean there's um a couple things there which is that number one i think uh you know the scene with the creepy men in black who destroy all their evidence again uh and 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 basically run them out of town um you know on the one hand that is another one of these sort of like ufo conspiracy tropes that the show is tracking in i think what's more interesting to me is the character of the security guy because a, like I said, you know, when we were talking about the pilot, that scene, that entire scenario, that entire sequence was very explicitly designed to to make Scully uh, equal to Mulder and, and to say, you yeah. know, she can protect herself. She doesn't need a man to come rescue yeah. her. In fact, she's rescuing the man. Right. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, I think even for 19, well, especially for 1993, I think that that was probably something that had not been seen on television a lot yeah. at that point. No, it's it's it's. 
a, it's probably a particular choice to make the first time one of them saves the other because I assume that they're going to save each other a couple dozen times sure. over the course of the series. It'll be that kind of a thing. Yeah. And eventually it'll even out. But again, starting, this isn't the default. You're right. But but what is, is interesting to me about that character is, is, you know, when they do the exchange and Mulder gets back and he's very confused about how he's there. You know, the the security guy says, well, you know, it's not us who have acted inappropriately. Yeah. And, you know, I hate to say it, but I kind of agree with him. I mean, certainly I don't, you know, we don't have enough context for whether or not what, what the government is doing is, is good or bad. But uh, uh, certainly their their actions are, are bad if, if their well, intentions are not bad. But Well, let me put it this way. Whether or not, you know, let's let's get beyond good and evil right now. They did. Whether whether or not this should be the way the law is, they did break into a government installation that they had no authorization to be on, and or Mulder did. Yeah, uh, that in and of in and of itself, you're right. If you want to talk about legally what what the fault is, it's true. They they were, <laughs> I think, from the security guys' view, we were minding our business. You know, this was just you know the the. If a few pilots got some major issues out of this, well, they did sign up for this and they knew the risk. We don't know how they were briefed beforehand. It's possible that they told Budahas, like, listen, you may not come out of this one. Yeah, yeah, we don't know. I we mean, know. you know, the the if you read about, like, the early astronauts or, you know, early pilots, like, they knew they would be going into some terrible conditions that they may not get from out, out from, but they accepted that. Yeah, yeah, we don't, we don't know what they were told. Yeah. And I think that's really what it comes down to is that, um, and that's, going to be a theme throughout yeah. the show is that you know Mulder and Scully don't have all the information well, it's and a, don't, a, they don't have most of the information well the, his wife comes from one scene saying that's not my husband you know who is he to the next scene and she's like no we're fine get out of here and it's obvious that someone's talked to her but what did they say why is she suddenly okay like you know we we, we don't know and but well, that, well you know if if you um sympathize with Mulder and Scully uh, Mulder would say, oh, they threatened her, they yeah. threatened her children, they, you know, threatened her livelihood. Maybe they didn't. Who knows? Maybe, Maybe I mean, they just I, explained, like, listen, he was using experimental technology. Here is his... I doubt they told her the truth. But... No, but they maybe they gave her... Again, you don't need to say... Again, go with the ambiguity of UFO. You know, he was using... She knew that he was a test pilot. Right, We right. He, We gave him in some experimental aircraft and sometimes soldiers, unfortunately. And, you know, your good friend's husband is... You know, this happens and here we're going to work with a counselor and you'll get back to... I mean, it's not like the episode has suggested that this isn't actually her husband. It's not like we are to think that he's been replaced by an alien clone or anything. He's just... Not right. Yeah. Something uh, – it, it suggested that whatever memory erasing procedure was similar to a lumbotomy maybe or over time or whatever, and that's just what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, maybe a, a final thing I want to say before we wrap this episode of the podcast up is that um, I think the clearest indication of, of, of what the show's worldview or philosophy is at this point is the final exchange between deep throat and Mulder at the end of deep throat where, you know, deep throat says, why do you not accept, you know, all of the evidence that is dissuading mm. you against this? And Mulder says, well, the bulk of the evidence is not entirely dissuasive. Yeah. Now on the one hand, that's kind of a tautology or talking around it. But on the other hand, I think it's really, um, a statement of purpose for the show. Well, you know, it, it's it's a statement of faith in some ways, and yet it's interesting how that is a, is a refutation of the justice system that believes innocent till proven guilty. We don't, you know, it, legally you don't have to dissuade me from believing in aliens. True. You have to prove to me that aliens exist in a way he is going... You know, Scully is looking for positive confirmation, positive evidence. She is looking for something. She's looking for an alien ship. She's looking for the body of something definitely not human and not, you know, terrestrial in origin. She is going to be looking for something that she can say proves an airtight case that, yes, aliens exist and the government is guilty of covering them up. Mulder has looked at everything and said, well, you haven't proven that they haven't. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. So I guess if you want to send their worldviews up right now, that's where we are. Well, we'll just have to see where it goes. We have a long road ahead of us, mm. but uh, I think that... Uh, 45 is, seasons. <laughs> 107. Uh, but I think this is a really good start to our X-Files journey, and uh, 
I'm excited to, to go down this road with you. I think it's going to be a good time. Oh, I think you're going to like the show a lot. I'm excited. Good. Be excited. Okay. Well, we will reveal what we are doing next week in just a few minutes, but if you would like to leave a comment on the episodes that we just discussed, pilot and deep throat, please leave a comment on the post for this episode of the podcast at tuninginshow.com. You can check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash truckabout show, which also supports our other podcast track about two days ago, Tuesday, we finished deep space nine, Richard. And it was so sad or happy or confusing. All of those things and more. And next week we're talking about star Trek insurrection. <gasps> so get ready for that. Again, that's patreon.com slash truck about show. If you would like to give us a little bit of financial support. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, tuning in show, all those places. We are there. Follow us, like us, share us. Blog about us. Send us emails, blog about us, all those things. Tuning in show, again, is our username in all those places. And as always, please leave us an iTunes review for tuning in. It is the best way for new fans to find the show. Next week, episodes three and four of The X-Files. We're talking about squeeze. <laughs> And conduit. Ever right after Deep Throat, this is not a good trend. Mac, why do you...